When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome. Hope everyone is having a great week, the Sustainable Success Way. It's a beautiful day here in the New York City area, and we hope the same for you. If you are new to Sustainable Success, welcome. We're glad to have you. Again, here you'll be listening to many great guests that we have each week that provide cutting-edge uh, knowledge and wisdom that will help not only scale your business, but also take your personal life to all new levels. You can also check us out on our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. Again, there you could follow us there. We have all of our past guests and all the past shows that we have that you could have access at your fingertips to listen to at any time. Again, this goes back a few years now, so you could get tap into any different topic that is relevant to where you are at to get great information from the many great guests that we've had on the show. Uh, today's show is going to be brought to you today by City Summit City Gala. Uh, this event will be taking place uh, February 7th through the 9th uh, out in Burbank, California. Again, this is a great event. I personally have spoke there. I will also be there uh, at the event. And they do uh, wrap it up with the gala. And this uh, year they'll be having uh, Robert Herjack. Uh, in presence, Mark Victor Hansen and Demi Moore, and including other celebrities that will be on hand. Again, if you're interested in checking out City Summit City Gala, go to the citygala.org website, check them out. And again, there is still time if you like to attend the summit uh, to meet with other cutting edge entrepreneurs, thought leaders uh, in their respective businesses that could help uh, you in what you're doing in your business. Today, we're going to be talking about that sucks, what now? And this is a great, interesting concept with a friend of mine. His name is Scott Schilling. And, you know, Scott's going to be sharing from the heart today. And Scott is a highly successful businessman. And I'm going to give you a quick bio about him. But he's going to be sharing some personal, uh, from his personal experience and how this could apply to you and how you could take your success to a whole brand new level. So a little information about Scott Scott is an executive coach, international trainer, and speaker who brings in a unique combination of 35-plus years of life experience in coaching, sales, marketing, and training to corporations, business owners, entrepreneurs, and individuals. He has presented at nearly over 2,500 live events sharing the stage with General Colin Powell, Susie Orman, Jack Canfield, Les Brown, former First Lady Laura Bush, and many more. As an internationally accomplished and entertaining presenter, Scott has spoken to hundreds of thousands of attendees across a range of industries. Scott brings a wealth of knowledge and expertise in the airwaves, stages, boardrooms, podiums, and print. Scott is a highly sought-after executive coach and business expert because of the results he produces. His training propelled one client's business to grow from approximately $8 million annually to almost 80 million in just under six years. Scott's life purpose is to inspire and empower others to serve humanity through living their life's purpose in spirit, love, and joy. And without further ado, we welcome Scott Schilling to the show. Scott, how you doing? Doing great, Chris. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited about this. 
Oh, absolutely. I've been looking forward to having you on. And, you know, you know, Scott, we've gotten to know each other. And, you know, we met originally at the EBC, which for those that are not familiar is the Evolutionary Business Council, a wonderful group of not only successful entrepreneurs and thought leaders, but also, you know, people that, you know, we're humanitarians and, you know, we want to see, you know, change in the world for the better. And it's all around, Scott, what you had talked about, you know, spirit, love and joy. And uh, that's what I love about the group. And that's where we had met. And you and I are kind of involved in a, uh, a kind of a project here, America's Real Deal. And so I, you know, I wanted to get some, you know, it, you know, today talk about, you know, the topic today, that sucks, what now, and how you've kind of look at the, you know, some of your personal experience and how that has translated to the success that you have had personally and now that what you do to share with not only individuals, but businesses alike. Talk a little bit about that concept because it was a catchy one. That sucks. What now? You know, a lot of people are like, wow, what's that? And there are a lot of people probably in, in an area right now where they're kind of confused. They're not sure where they're going, where, you know, where, what direction to go towards. Maybe they feel like their business is not where it's supposed to be. Maybe their personal life is not where, where it should be. Talk about, you know, the, you know, your experience and, you know, those listening that, you know, some, wherever, wherever they are, how they could go about moving forward. Well, Chris, you, you know me well enough that that's not the way I talk. Uh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a positive guy and, and yeah, I look, uh, you know, I look for the pony in the pile of stuff all the time. Right. And so, uh, but just one of the things I talk about in the book is bad things happen to good people. I mean, good things happen to good people too, but bad things do happen. And so it was interesting. I was talking to a friend one day and, and I've been working on the book. I, I came through a near death experience. I'm an overachiever. I lived. So that was the good news. Uh, but I was talking to a buddy about that and some other, some other stuff that happened in my, my life and my career. And he goes, man, I never knew that you've been through those kind of things. And he said, what did you say to yourself as each one of these things came up? And without thinking, I just went, that sucks. What now? And, and he goes, God, that's a great name for the book. And I went, you're right. Because <laughs> I don't see that to be negative. See, it's simply that sucks is a realization. I wish I would have happened a different way. Yep. And the what now is simply a, okay, no time for a pity party. Let's fix it. Let, what do you do, right? We're all going to have those moments in our life or in our career where we go, man, that sucks. What now? And, and it's not, again, it's just a realization of, wow, this should now inspire me to take the next step. And so it, you know, whether it was personal or career or a variety of different things, right? Uh, I mean, I was, you know, I mean, one of the incidents I talk about in the book is I was, I mean, I was a, a starter at the University of Iowa playing for Coach Hayden Fry and, and was seemingly destined for the NFL. And I flipped a golf cart, completely severing my Achilles tendon on my, on my right foot. I was told I would never walk right again. I would never walk without a limp. I would never play sports again. I would never be, you know, all the, you, you can't, you can't, you can't, you shouldn't, exactly. you shouldn't, you shouldn't, all those things. And I was back on the field in 75 days. 
I came back and I won my spot back as a starter. I had four NFL tryouts, chose not to go that route, or they chose not to take me that route. I've won 10 racquetball championships since. My point is, and it's not about, uh, I'm not trying to share it to impress anybody, but to impress upon people that just because somebody else says your situation is dire and, uh, you know, not ideal, well, duh, we all understand it's not ideal, but we have the power within us to make the determination of what we're going to do with it. And that's why the subtitle of the book is Real-World Solutions to Getting Through What You're Going Through. Mm. What, what I have lived is these real-world solutions. In other words, real-world problems happen. What do you do? Well, you create a real-world solution. Uh, I, when I saw the doctor that put me back together uh, 20 years later at the Alamo Bowl, when Iowa was playing in the Alamo Bowl, I walked up and I said, Doc, you did a heck of a job of putting me back together. I don't even know if you know everything I've done physically since that time when you told me I wasn't going to be able to do any of that. And he said, Scott, I have never met an individual with such resolve. He said, it wasn't me, it was you. And when he said that, that shocked me. Because wouldn't it be natural, Chris, if something happened to you, wouldn't you want to figure out how to get back from it to the best you could be as fast as you could be? I would oh, absolutely. Think everybody was like, I would think everybody's like that. But what I came to find out is that's not, that's not the fact, which shocked me. And so that's just one of those examples. We're all going to have times in our life and our career where stuff is stuff will happen. I will assure you of that. That it's not that stuff will happen or not happen. What are you going to do with it once it does? And that's really what the book and this whole topic is all about. Well, wow, that's fabulous. I, and, I, and I definitely want to we do a deeper dive into the book and make sure that, you know, at some point later in the show, we're going to let people know where to get their hands on it and, and so forth. And, you know, I love the resilience guy. I mean, I mean, especially, you know, you know, you playing uh, sports, being, you know, football player, you know, racquetball, you know, golf, all of the above, that type of thing. You know, resilience is so important. And some people think like, you know, certain people are born with it. You know, they just got it in them. But would it be safe to say that, you know, anybody, everybody has the opportunity to be resilient. We're all going to have setbacks and challenges. It's now a matter of how we look at it and and how we can use it in in a positive way to where where we're at and where we want to go from there. Can you talk a little bit about like, you know, that factor? Yeah, absolutely, Chris. I I mean, I talk about it a lot, and I know you do too as a coach. We can train people on a lot of tactical stuff, but the strategic heartfelt stuff happens when people have want to. Mm. We can teach around all the other stuff as long as people have want to. You can't teach want to. You got to have, you got to want to come back. You got to want to bounce back. You got I got a buddy here in Dallas that was blown up not once but twice in Afghanistan. T- 
two mm-hmm. separate car bombers. Uh, he, he got blown up once, 14 months in the hospital, went back into the field, got blown up again. And his Purple Heart license plates are nice try. I mean, oh my God. that's resilience. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you, if you, you, again, we're all going to have unfortunate incidents in life. Or, but, but here's the other side of it. We get to characterize whether they are unfortunate instances or defining moments. Mm. That's within our control. And so the point is, one person's unfortunate incident is another person's life-defining moment. It's, it's that point where all of a sudden they say, you know what, I am going to make an improvement in myself for the rest of my life because of this. And, and so, again, resilience is one of those things we all have the capability. We're, I'm not anything different than you are. You're not different than I am. We're not different than the audience is. I mean, sometimes speakers and trainers try to purport that we are. But the one thing that makes us different is the desire to contribute back to humanity, to uh, bounce back with unfortunate situations, to help others come through the same things. There's a want to there. And, and when we have that want to, it, and you can, we all have it. Have you nurtured it? Have you grown it? Is there something that just inspires you so much, internally inspiring you, that, that you want to make a difference? Now, that might be a wife, a child, uh, a cause, uh, there's so many different things that can do that. And if you think of our world today, there's no better time to be on this planet than right now because the world needs you. They need me. They need this show. It's so true, Scott. I, I love the way it's like how it's, you know, there's a, there's going to be things we can control and things that we can't, you know, and sometimes we get caught up in the things that we can't, but we can always choose how we, we our attitude, how do we, we respond to the situation. We can't obviously control the situation, but yet we can control how we react to it and how we deal with it. And that's so important and in terms of resilience. And, it, and like you said, it, it comes down to the, the desire to, that you want it bad enough to kind of take what has happened and turn it into something positive that will open up new doors of opportunity, not only for yourself, but to inspire and empower other others to find that within themselves to do the same thing. You know, what would you say, like, you know, like, and, you know, we can always talk about it after break because we have about, you know, a little over three minutes, a little bit about like, if, if people are not in a good spot right now, like, what would you say, like, if they fig- they can't seem to figure out what that is right now, what, how would they go about doing that or how would you recommend them to where they're at right now what they could do right now to start positioning them to find what you know okay you're dealing with this what are you going to do with it you know what are you going to do right now with it well I, I think one of the greatest things that they can do is is number one have an abundance of appreciation for where they are period 
you are in, wherever you are is perfect. Whatever happens to you in life is perfect. And where you really understand that is when time passes and perspective is gained. So the, the fact is, no matter where you are, is where you're supposed to be right now. So be abundantly appreciative of that and then really show and live that attitude of gratitude. You know, be grateful for everything you have, because I can assure you, if you live in the United States of America, you have, no matter who you are or where you are, you have a whole lot more than a whole lot of other people. So that's the first step, I think, is to be grateful for what you have, even if it's a, a, a junk sandwich, right, at the moment. At least you got a sandwich. You know, I mean, the, I'm not making light of it. I'm serious. I've lived through yeah. all this. This is not theory. This is, I've lived this. So that's the first part. But then I think the second part is if you get outside yourself and your own issues at the moment and work to help somebody else with their issues, you'll be grateful for the stuff you have because you will always be able to find somebody whose situation is not as shiny and perfect as yours is, even when yours isn't shiny and perfect in your eyes. And so when you get outside yourself and you start to see, man, there are people, you know what, I'm, I really am grateful that, you know, again, I, I lived through a near-death experience. I, I was yeah. told repeatedly I was supposed to be dead. Well, let me just tell you, being alive versus being dead, alive is better. Mm. So it, the, what the situation was or, or the depth of that is a totally different story. I get that. But I'm just saying, as long as we're breathing, as long as we have an opportunity, as long as we can contribute, no matter where we are, it's better than somebody else's where they are. And if you get outside your own stuff long enough to see how you could serve them, oh my goodness, your gratitude will grow up, your appreciation will grow up, uh, everything will grow within you, and as that happens you'll naturally start to come up and through yeah. your own situation. Well, Scott, this is great. This is great stuff. I mean, I'm everybody that is listening or will be listening. You want to take notes. And again, this show is being recorded. It will be available on demand later today. So it's critical. You take this information. Scott's talking about, again, this is from personal experience, not theory. And I can relate to him a hundred percent because I've been through many trials and tribulations that I've shared here on the show over the few, the last few years. So again, uh, gratitude is so, so important. Again, well, we're going to have to go to break, but we'll be right back. We got more to come, and Scott's ready to deliver some more wisdom for you in this particular area to really take your life and your business to another level. We'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. 
Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to sustainable success. Well, welcome back. We are here with Scott Schilling. He's an executive coach, international trainer, and speaker. I've uh, known Scott. We're both members of the Evolutionary Business Council, and we're talking about today around resilience. That sucks. What now? And don't look at that topic as something negative. It's actually positive. And Scott clearly de- depicted that in the first segment. So if you're just joining us, You can listen to this show in its uh, entirety later today on demand here at the Voice America Influencers Channel or at our Sustainable Success Facebook page, Sustainable Success 2017. Come check it out. Check us out there. And again, you'll get a lot more information about not only this show, but other things uh, that Sustainable Success helps you in your business and personal life. So, Scott, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit about we, we were talking about, you know, resilience and the, really the desire that you want to overcome what you're going through to do something good with it. Talk a little bit about the areas that that, you know, when you went through this, you know, went through these trials and tribulations. And now that you look you look back and that if you hadn't gone through them, it would have provided you now the wisdom to really apply it in a positive way and everything that you've done so far with your accomplishments. Talk about this experience and how you've leveraged maybe your strengths to really help others. Well, I think the the biggest thing that for everybody to understand is whatever has happened to you or is happening to you in your life is actually happening for you, not to you. Mm. And so as soon as you adopt that mindset that one of the things I teach is, is five questions to ask in any situation to turn anything into a potential learning, learning event. And so the point is, you can take everything that's happening in your life is going to happen anyway. It's happened. You can't change the past, right? And, and the only way you can change the future or gain more wisdom is to probably leverage and learn from the past. So what I do with my coaching clients is I actually give them these five questions. In that situation, whether it's positive or negative, what's the lesson? What lesson did you learn? What's the gift? What did you do to create whatever happened? 
how would you modify it next time to make it even better? And how is this going to serve you the rest of your life? And when you ask yourself those five questions about any situation, literally any situation that happens in life, you now have a learning event, and it's no longer really positive or negative. It's just learning. It's like one of the things that I say is there's people say, well, what's your greatest failure? I said, I haven't had one yet. And they go, you mean you haven't had things go wrong? I said, I didn't say that. I've had lots of things go wrong, but failure to me only happens when a four-letter word comes in called quit. There you go. It's only when I quit that it becomes a failure. Other than that, everything is now a learning event. There are, there are fun learning events and there are not as fun learning events. So again, even with my near-death experience as an example, um, I, um, you know, people, well, what's the lesson? The lesson is when you get hit in the back of the head by your SUV, you should probably do something about it. What's the gift? I'm still alive. What did I do to create it? I was probably a little moving too fast and doing things like that. How would I modify it next time? Slow down. How is it going to serve me the rest of my life? Well, we've raised about close to a million dollars for heart and stroke research ever since. Okay. Now, I would have preferred not to have the event, but that I can't change. Mm. Does that make sense? Makes sense. Like what you talked about, you know, certain things happen to good people, but then, but we can control what, what happens and how we go through it. It's our, you know, how, how we look at things, how we think, how, what our attitude is and all, and those questions that you, that you listed all support that. And that's, I think when people can hear what those questions are, they'll get a, gain a whole new perspective that they're not going to be looking at, you know, why is this happening to me? You know, the world's against me type of thing that they can see the blessings and opportunities disguised in these setbacks and be able to come out ahead and use them in positive ways, which I, I think is brilliant. Exactly. Well, think of, think of just one quick example that just popped in my head. Think of somebody texting and driving. Okay, mm-hmm. and because of it, they have a car accident. What's the lesson? I probably shouldn't have been distracted. What's the gift that I walked away from this? What did I do to create it? Well, my eyes were down and I was doing something. What would you do to modify it next time? Stop texting and driving. How's this going to serve me the rest of my life? I'm going to tell my family and my friends and the people I love, please don't do that because I was stupid enough to do it and something happened and I'm just so grateful to come through it. The exact five questions work truly in any situation, positive or negative. I think it's, and, and what I love about it, Scott, is that they're, they're simple, right? They're simple questions. Yes. It's not like yep. you got to think about it. It's like, whoa, what, you know, it's, it's really now, but it's, it's, but it's, it's allowing the person to kind of now look at the situation and take ownership. Because if we're going to change and grow from that, that experience, like, and I don't like to look at it, say it's a negative experience, but it's an experience, a learning experience that when we can really own it and take responsibility, be accountable and look for the good, then we're not only going to, it's not really going to help that you, but it's going to help other people because you could be a better example of that going forward. That's what I love about it. 
what you you know made it made it so simple for everyone. So again, those that are listening, take note again. Uh, you can always go back and listen to this later today on demand. And again, we encourage you to share that with your friends. And again, these are great questions that Scott just shared with you. So Scott, you know, in terms of you know, uh, you know, I want to get to a little bit about some of the things that you do very well, and when you share this wisdom with other people. But just getting back, you know, what it, I wanted to say that when you're looking at this, when somebody's going through this transition or going through a a tough time, would it be safe to say that that you know that it's good to kind of like embrace this as part of the process? That you know, just like you had said before that that it's not really failure unless you quit, that, that yes, there's going to be setbacks and challenges and look at it as part of the process. But as you're going forward, you're going to be able to take that and turn it into something that is even better. That's going to lead to a better results and a, or a desired outcome that you seek. Would that be safe to say? A- absolutely. The, the fact is whatever that event is, has, it has happened anyway. And so there's nothing you can do to undo it. It's been done. So you now have the power of choice. And and when you control your power, it makes you powerful. So again, if if I I don't have to like everything that's ever happened in my in my life or my career, there are many things that I again I, I would have preferred happen differently. But they've happened. I can't change that. So the only thing I can do is I can make a choice to use that to either hurt me or help me. Now, people say, well, I don't purposely choose to have it hurt me. If you don't forgive somebody, you're making a decision that ultimately allows that situation to hurt you. Now, you don't, you're, you're not doing it to hurt yourself but it's just the byproduct of what happens. So if you stay in this mindset of control and choice, and, and again, it, it's kind of like, well, that sucks. What now? Well, I'm going to choose to look at this as, a, as an opportunity to springboard into what did I just learn from that? Well, I learned that maybe working with this person isn't the right choice. Or I learned that, you know, Chris, when you and I first met, if you if you remember, I saw the show, you know, your radio show, and I was very impressed by your credentials and everything. And I had a choice to subordinate my situation and and come up and say, Chris, tell me about you and how can I be of service to you versus I also had the choice to come in and say, let me tell you how wonderful I am. And boy, did you realize I've spoken all over the world and I've done all these stage. Do you understand? Either way, it was a choice. My choice was to do, as I said earlier in the break, I come out of the Zig Ziglar camp. You can have everything in life you want when you help enough other people get what they want. Come from a place of service. Come from a place of servant leadership which is what you do, which is why you and I resonated so well. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. I, I, I felt that right away when we met, uh, you know, in San Diego a couple of years ago, and it, it was so true. And I, I'm a firm believer because, I mean, we were talking about that at break. You know, you know, you used the Zig Ziglar comment, which 
I always like to correlate to a statement I always say, give without expectation, receive without resistance. And I've used that several times on the show. People have heard it a million times here. But nonetheless, it is so true because, you know, what you give, again, in an interdependent way, not codependent way, but what you give, you know, comes back. And it doesn't mean that it has to come back from the source you gave to it, come, it, just knowing that it comes back in due time and that you, you know, you're open to receive it. So it's a constant flow of abundance, so to speak. And, you know, of course there's going to be these setbacks and challenges, but you, you can't look at it that way. And that's what you've illustrated so well here uh, today. So Scott, I wanted to find, you know, you, you, all these things you've been through, you know, you have leveraged a lot of the things that you're good at and really helping others and serving others and you do this through a lot of these strengths that you have, and, and speaking is one of them. I mean, I've, I've seen you speak, and so talk a little bit about you know your experience with that. You know, you know, sharing, you know, being the example, sharing your your experience, and helping others to do that for themselves through your strengths. In this case, we could use speaking as one of them. Well, thanks, Chris. You know, not long ago, I did an event, and I was sharing a, a lot about this topic, and. I, I ultimately said, you know, all things work together for your good. God's plan and timing in your life is perfect. Whoever you choose to call that, right, whoever your higher source is, not my job to get you to believe my, what I believe. My job is to get you to believe in something. And I said that all things work together for your good. And after that talk, I had a woman came up to me. And she said, Scott, I just want to thank you. When you said that from stage, I felt the chains of bondage break off my wrists. And I went, wow, that, whew, that, thank you. But help me understand what happened. And she said, well, I'm a can't, you gave me my life back. And I said, okay, I just said some things. How, how did it impact you? And she said, I'm a cancer survivor. And I said, well, it already sounds like you got your life back. And she said, you would think so, except I was one of 12 women that went into treatment at the same time. I'm the only one still living. The survivor guilt that I have felt threw me into such a deep depression. I didn't know how to handle it until hearing what you said today. I now feel I can take what I have learned and I can, in fact, help other women to understand no matter where they are in their treatment course, it's actually the right place for them. And everything is going to work together for the best for them. She goes, I just want to thank you. That's the power we have if we decide to share quality messages. And yeah. so I'm honored to be able to speak and, and share things like that because the true rewards are somebody coming up and going, you know, you gave me my life back. I mean, that, that just, it, it warms your heart. It, it takes you to a different place. What an honor we have as speakers and trainers and coaches to be able to impart quality to people like that to give them the hope and inspiration, to, to provide hope and inspiration for them when they may or may not have it for themselves. What an awesome 
opportunity. No, it definitely is. And and it sounds like from that example you gave, I mean, you shared your personal story, but you know, it, it what what it was was it, it wasn't what like what was unique about Scott or any speaker. It was really what you were saying about your story that was really aligned with her values and principles and and how what was compelling to her and that you moved something in her to find within her that I don't have to feel guilty no more. I don't have to be a prisoner to this guilt since I survived, you know, that there's a reason why I'm here. And, you know, that reason is to, to help other, you know, can- people going through cancer to now improve those statistics that they can survive this if they just, you know, change the way they think and approach it from a holistic standpoint. So I think that was just great. I mean, I think, and that's the beauty about what speaking can do. Yeah, it's just, it's so, the other side of it is, as opposed to, it wasn't anything manufactured, it was me sharing my story. And if, if, for everybody who's listening to this or will listen to this, we all have our own stories. We've all been through things. And and sometimes people try to purport that that their stuff doesn't stink and, and they don't have issues. We all have issues. The only thing is, what do we what do we choose to do with those issues, and what do can we turn them for good? Again, things are happening for us; they're not happening to us. That's a mindset, but you're in control of your mind. That's your choice. No, it's true. It's true. You know, we got uh, we just got about a little over a minute uh, left here. Actually, a minute left here to the next break. So, you know, I just wanted to say, like, you know, if, if what would you just recommend, and we could continue after the, the break here, if somebody has gone through a, a life-changing event or a series of setbacks and really now is in a better place, you know, what would you recommend that they do to kind of, you know, empower others that may be around them that are struggling, that they could be that example? Like, what would be the first step? Well, a couple of couple things. Number one, I would journal it. I would actually write out what you've lived through because, you know, you'll, that will help you be able to, uh, give it, uh, you know, to share it at the appropriate time. And then the second piece of advice is don't give unsolicited advice. Um, don't, don't just because you've been through something doesn't mean somebody wants to hear about it. Um, yep. now be empathetic, yep. listen to them. If they say, you know, Hey Scott, you, I understand you've been through something. Would you share that with me? I will absolutely share it, but don't go in there like the white knight that you're going to solve everything because they're not, if they're not ready to hear a CEO said this one time, he yeah. said, I, you, you know, just don't stop trying to close people that aren't open. <laughs> that's know? true. No, I mean, they're true. not open to they're not open to hearing the message. Don't don't as soon as they want to hear it, then share it. Then share it. They're gonna want they're gonna be receptive to hear it. So so true. And that is great, great advice. So again, take note. Again, you're listening to Scott Schilling here, uh executive coach, international trainer, and speaker. We're talking in the area of resilience. We gotta go to break, but we'll be right back. We got more to come. What is balance? 
It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to sustainable success. Well, welcome back again. We're talking about the area of resilience. We're with Scott Schilling again. He is an executive coach, international trainer, and speaker. Again, we're going to get back to where we had left off. Again, this uh, this show today is being brought to you by City Summit City Gala. Again, uh, this event uh, is held each year, bringing in uh, humanitarians and helping to do raise money for great charities that, that are in need to help the world. And again, brings in business leaders humanitarians, philanthropists, and celebrities to come together to do bigger and better things. Again, check it out at citygala.org. That's citygala.org. Again, a great event if you happen to be in the Burbank, California area that weekend of the Oscars. Check it out. So, Scott, you know, where we left off, uh, we were talking about, again, some of the, you know, the those questions that we talked about, which I thought were great. But I wanted to bring up in the area, like when people are – you know, going, getting, you know, addressing the problem and now going to, going to be, you know, looking at how they can kind of use this in a way to kind of rebound and, and, and find the solution that's going to really take them to where they want to be, whatever that may be to them. Let's talk about vulnerability. Why is vulnerability always viewed as a negative thing? Like it's, it's a weakness, but, but in reality, it's really a strength and it plays an important role in being transparent with ourselves to move forward. I think a lot, you know, for a long time, um, you know, I, we kind of go through these cycles and there's some great books on it. Michael Drew and some folks have done some great books, The Pendulum and different things that talk about going through we cycles and me cycles. And me cycles are all about me. And so when it's all about you, you can't have any vulnerability. It, you know, I mean, you, you can't have any chinks in the armor. Well, the good news is, we're going through one of those extended we cycles where it's really about community and it's really about helping the greater good and all that. And that's where vulnerability is. I mean, like I said earlier, our stuff is, we're all, we're just people who chose to be speakers, trainers, and coaches for a living. We have trained ourselves to do those things, right? 
So, but we have become vulnerable in that process. And when we're vulnerable um, and share, all of a sudden now there's the ability for somebody to understand, wow, I've lived through that too. You get me. I say all the time in sales training, when you're working with somebody on an objection, whatever you do, don't say, I understand. Because the chances of, of you being able to understand are, number one, you haven't walked in their shoes, and number two, that statement could actually be confrontational. But 100% of the time, you can say, I can appreciate your situation, because that's something you're in control of. I can appreciate what you've gone through. But when there are situations where you actually have walked in their shoes, I understand. Do you understand? When you're vulnerable, when you've lived the same thing that somebody else has lived, and you share that vulnerability, there's an immediate connection available. To take it to the selling side, people do business with those they know, like, and trust. I have to trust you. If I don't know you and don't like you, I don't trust you. But I have to trust you. Well, how do you, how do people learn to trust you? They learn that you've been through the same things they've been through. You've got the same empathy that they have. In other words, you've earned their trust. And vulnerability is actually, um, you know, a step towards building trust. Now, not as a tactic as a true heartfelt emotion. When, when somebody, as an example, one of the things I reveal in the book is something that I had never revealed to anybody ever, ever. And that was after my Achilles tendon surgery and all that, I got addicted to morphine, Demerol, codeine, and Valium. I got, so because of that, now the good news is I got off it and you know, the, the, the whole story is another thing, we won't get into that. But because of that situation, I have got an empathy for people who get addicted through the opioid crisis. I don't like it. I, I, I feel for them. I understand how they probably got there because that's how I got there. It wasn't purposeful, but it happened. And so when we're vulnerable and we share things like that, it's amazing the difference. Yeah, it's so true, Scott. And, and like I said, you know, they could keep component that you said is that when you've gone through that experience, you're you're relatable. You can relate to them. They can relate to you. You understand them. They feel like you understand them and they understand you, even though they may not know you personally. So it, you know, especially if, you know, you're you're sharing something like this from the stage and, you know, it, think about it in your business life. Think about it in your relationships with your your spouse or your children or people in your community, whatever the case may be, that you know that it's all about relating and and, and listening, to understand, being being vulnerable. You know, just you know, you know, being transparent about that plays plays such an important role. So you know, so Scott, you know, how you know taking that vulnerability, you know, and sharing that. I mean, it's not that you got to be an open book, just like you said before, where you go out there unsolicited and start telling people. It's got to be. Pr- you know, it's that somebody says they want to hear something, but, you know, talk about like, again, like maybe from a business perspective, how that can also translate into, you know, more business or, you know, long-term relationships with clients, uh, referrals and that type of thing. Well, I think, again, 
<laughs> excuse me, a, a big part of it is being relatable. And if if you've been through, you know, if as a coach, yep. you've been through some things in your life and, and you share that information openly with your clients, it helps them understand you're on their side and you can relate. It's not, it's no longer theory. It's no longer, I learned this from a book. And so here's how it should work in your business or your life. It's, Hey, I hear you. I feel you. I've been through a, a similar situation. What worked for me was let's explore if that might work for you too. So again, when, you know, that's from, from the, from one side, the other side is when you're doing business with somebody, if you've, you know, if you've lived through certain things and now they're telling you their story, they're trying to buy a product from you, you probably have a different level of empathy than if you haven't exchanged those experiences. So again, I think it's the, it's the depth of connection that becomes available. It's the level of trust that becomes available. It's all those kinds of things that ultimately are really, really um, powerful uh, in business or in life. Hmm. I, I agree. I agree. And I, and I think, like you said, I mean, these are things that, you know, that really allow us to really communicate better with people as well, because when we can really relate and listen and understand versus respond, you know, we're now we're not only just hearing something, but we understand it. And it and now, you know, like I said, people begin to really feel like even though even it could be subconsciously, they just feel like they 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 trust you. And once they trust you, obviously, they're able to open up and be more vulnerable themselves. And obviously, that's when you get to certain the, the pain point, you know, the certain things that maybe, like you said, from a business perspective, you could help them to solve, you know, help them to solve their problems. Not that you're solving their problems, but you're helping them to solve their problems through whatever you do, so to speak. So that's what so breakthroughs happen. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So true. I think, and I think this is like, you know, I love what you share today because even though we, you know, we were sharing from a personal perspective, all of this is, you know, goes, translates over to business. I mean, it's just, again, it's not like you're going there talking about your, you know, you know, something, some tragedy, like, you know, you, that you've been, but, but yet how you could use those concepts of how you, what you went through and, and, and where you are, but translate it in a way that, you know, you're relatable and understood or they feel understood from a business perspective. I think it, that, that, it, that it's great. Would it be safe to say that like some of the five questions that you had listed in the second segment, you know, could, could apply in a business perspective as well? Like just, you know, again, you're, you're using the same questions, but just in, you're applying it in a, in a business, a business way. Absolutely. You know, I mean, if let's say that you got a working relationship with somebody and somebody says, I'm going to do a mail out for you, Chris, I'm going to, I'd love to be on your show because I'm going to mail out and I'm going to get you all sorts of different uh, exposure for your radio show. And I'm going to help you try to get consulting gigs and that, da 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 da. And then that doesn't happen. So what's the lesson? Well, sometimes people teach you what the, what you want to hear. What's the yep. gift? Well, it really didn't hurt me. It didn't help me, but it didn't hurt me. What I do to create it? Well, I I probably didn't check them out as well as I would. What am I going to do next time to make it better? I'm going to check out my guests deeper. 
How's this going to serve me the rest of my life? I'm going to understand that not everybody does what they say they're going to do. Okay. It, it, it works in business, too. It works in every situation of just, if you want to improve going forward, more information is going to help you do that. And that's what it allows you. No, it's so true. So true. And again, it, it just, again, establishes to the person, the other party you're talking to that, you know, you're being transparent, you're taking ownership, accountability, and you're, you, you come off as real. You're, again, when you, when you come off as somebody that's real, they can relate to that. They trust, it, it's a trust factor right there. Like you said, yep. and, and what you said, Scott, when they trust you, they're going to, you know, either one, they're going to want to do business with you on some level, or at the very least, they're going to feel like they, they feel comfortable referring you to someone that because they trust you. Exactly. So, I mean, you, you're not going to yeah. do business with somebody you don't trust. It doesn't happen. Yeah. You're, you might do it on price one time, but yep. you're, if you're going to do repeated business with people, it's got to be on yep. trust. It's got to be absolutely. on relationship. No, absolutely true. And Scott, I, I want to thank you for today. I mean, you have just dropped a lot of wisdom today. And then, the, you know, what's really important is that you've done it in a way that can be applied. You made it simple with the five, you know, the five, those questions that you had today with the lesson, gift, create, modify, serve. And again, those listening, take note to listen to this show again, because, you know, you might pick up something that you missed that could really make a pivot in your business. Scott, I want to leave the last minute and a half to let people know where they can find you, more information on how they can pre-order the book, and uh, so forth. Well, the book is available at tswnbook.com. And there are a bunch of pre-order um, bonuses, so you actually make money by buying the book. <laughs> so that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, tswnbook.com. Uh, you can learn about more of the things I do at scottschillingonline.com, S-C-O-T-T-S-C-H-I-L-L-I-N-G, online.com. And if you've got any questions out of this, I'm available to you. My email is extremely complex. It's scott at scottschilling.com. So if you've got a question afterwards, please uh, send me an email. I would love to to answer it for you, help you process what we've gone through here today. Chris is such a gracious host, done such a great job, and his shows are always so great. I'm just honored to have the opportunity to be here. Thank you, Chris. Scott, Scott I want to thank you so much for all you do and, and serve. And again, you know, anybody that's listening, please reach out to Scott uh, with any questions, anything that he could do to serve you at the highest level. We'll make sure that if any questions come here, Scott, we will direct him to you directly and again we want to thank you and I guess we want to thank you again uh, for always joining us each and every week sustainable success would not be where it's at if it wasn't for you and this show is for you this show is designed to help you know look at life and business as one and how we can be better examples for others going forward to create more interdependency in the homes our communities and in the workplace and really, really understanding how prosperity is for all if we go out and do our part. So again, thank you, Scott. Thank you, guests, for joining us. And we will be back next Thursday with another guest that will be discussing some other things that can help you in your business and personal life. And until then, have a great rest of your week. Talk soon.
thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.